Today is June 20th, 2019, and the reason why I'm saying that date is it means we are officially six months away from the rise of Skywalker hitting theaters in the United States. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Resistance Broadcast. I'm John Hoey. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have a great show for you today. Why? Because the Will of the Force has five awesome topics. We're, we're going to sprinkle in some of the Rise of Skywalker stuff, a bunch of other stuff in there. But guys, six months to go until this movie comes out. Um, but aside from that, we're a little further away from Star Wars Celebration, and we're going to have a deep dive discussion on how you can take advantage and get ahead of the game tomorrow when everything goes on sale, including the tickets, the hotels, all the tips, because Lacey has all the tricks about celebration. So let's bring them in right now. James, Lacey, six months to go to the Rise of Skywalker. We're going to give them all the tips and information about celebration. The base is open. How are you guys feeling about being a part of the Resistance broadcast today? I still feel like we need to get gates. Base is always open. Who's who's on guard? <laughs> oh, so <laughs> like a like a gate, like like what kind of a gate? Um, like I don't know. What, what's the what's the one on Endor or uh, sorry Hoth where they're like the South Gate is closing or something? They they never show it. It's always just like it's there. They never show it. They never show you the South Gate, right? No, they're like standing there looking at the South Gate, and then it's like going <laughs> down, and then it like that's closes. not really a gate, though, is it? Uh, I mean, uh, maybe they don't call it a gate. the The South Door is closing. Yeah, garage door. Yeah, <laughs> the garage door is closing. Right, we need a garage and door, it, door, and then he goes, oh, <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, that's not a gate. I think it's gate. Is it? I think not they call gate? it the South Entrance. How about that? South entrance sounds right. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> Hi, Lacey. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Great. Thanks for answering. <laughs> yeah. uh, ready to talk about Star Wars. Let's do this. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah. So you, you guys aren't, aren't fired up that we're only six months away till, for, till the Rise of Skywalker, huh? Not I got distracted that. by this whole gate discussion. That well, went James on. Likes to, James likes to do that. That's James's <laughs> shtick. I'll, like, I'll like give a nice big open and he'll just stone cold me with like some so, random yes, thing. Yes, I'm super excited. We're you know, about a month away from D23 as well, where we're going to get more information and probably a behind the scenes reel, which is very exciting. And then we're, you know, months away from getting another trailer and press is in full, like, momentum for December. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm super pumped. I'm excited. I want to see how this all ends. I feel like we're in it. We are in it. I'm actually a little nervous the more I think about it. But I... I, Why? I don't know. I, I just don't know because I don't know what to expect. And I hope JJ doesn't overcorrect and try to get too weird because people said he was too safe. Um, so I hope he stays true to being a good filmmaker. But I we'll mean, see. he wears his hood up now, so you never know. He's like a rebel. I know that may change everything. That, that <laughs> he wears uh, a sweatshirt and shorts. Like what is happening in this he's world? He's wearing all black. He's just like, yeah. going rogue. He's like, yeah. Fall up top, summer below. That's that's how JJ's rolling. 
<laughs> he's doing episode nine, but he's going rogue. <laughs> yeah, his, his outfit is literally like a clothing mullet. But um, all right, guys, what? the will of the force is a segment that we like to do here where we pitch hypothetical topics and we give our takes on them. So we're going to send it over to James Bainey to run through those with us right now. James, fire it up. I fear nothing for all this as the force wills it. All right, guys, we're doing <laughs> will of the force. And how many we got today? One, two, three, four, five, five. Yep, five questions five. coming straight from the mind of John three-fifths of the time because there's two patron questions. Nice. nice. Star Wars, we're getting this started. Star Wars hasn't done this in a movie, but we know they have tried new things in recent films. So with that in mind, will there be a significant time jump during... The Rise of Skywalker. John. Oh, this is interesting. Let's uh, let's start with you, John. Give Lacey a little bit of time to think on this one. Um, so your your question is, is one year later. Hi, I'm Ray. Two years later. So we're talking like Avengers, right? So like in the middle of Avengers, they go five years later. Whoa, spoiler alert. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. Been out. Essentially, yeah, essentially that's the question. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. I, I would actually like, Lacey, you give your take on this first. Uh, no, I don't think they'll ever do this. The only way oh. they would do it is if it's like an epilogue. Like the events take Ooh. place and then it's like five years or 10 years later or whatever to set up maybe the next movies that they're going to do or to leave it open-ended uh. if they wanted to do an episode 10. So then or before you go, like John... I, w mm. I was with Lacey. I was like, no, that that I don't think they'll do that. And then she said the epilogue thing, and I'm like, shoot, that would be great because of how, I mean, look at how well that landed with Rebels, you know? They Not like they're Potter testing too. those yeah. story ideas. Yeah, but like when they kind of do it this way. But the only thing that I, I think that maybe they won't do that is because right now the regime behind Star Wars is like, we're letting this person tell this story and then we're totally letting so-and-so, you know, do whatever. So I don't think they would want to say like 10 years later when they don't, when they're not really thinking about that yet. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they might be though. But it, yeah, they might be. But as far as like in, in the story goes, mm -hmm. like I was saying before, one year later, hi, I'm Ray and I'm going on a mission two years later, like then her, the result of her mission. I don't know. I don't, I don't think they would do that. Right. I could so that. you're both saying no? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I'm with you. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. I think ding, 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 uh, three for three. I don't think they will do that. Um, the only reason why I pitched it is because of that, this whole idea that, you know, they're trying new things in this trilogy. You know, we mm -hmm. haven't seen flashbacks before. Um, you know, uh, Ryan really opened up the door and JJ acknowledged that. So I'm wondering if like, well, JJ's like, well, I can do flashbacks. I could also do this, you know, like let's jump time or right. So I don't know. Like, like imagine at the end they do, they do something like that and they show R2 like telling the story because he's like the keeper of the wills or whatever that, that they, that they refer to him as. So you've I don't said know, that but, before, right? Him telling the story. I mean, a lot of people think that I think mm -hmm. that might be a little too fourth wally for me, break the wall. Right, but, um, right. uh, I, I, I agree with you guys. I don't think JJ will do that. I think we're, 
we're all getting a little too wild with what we think is going to happen. And this movie may stay true, more true North than we think. Um, so three for three. Cool. All right. Uh, the next one comes from our patron general, Don Boring. Hey, Don. Don. And Don wanted to know uh, if we think we will ever see an adaptation of Star Wars that's completely dedicated to the dark side. Um, and I started with John. Is this a John movie Lee. adaptation? I assume so. Yeah. Or maybe or it could be series, right? Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll throw in we'll throw in television series into that he, too. He I didn't specify, okay so in that. fairness, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, yeah right. So it's kind of interpretation of the thing. Um, sure. I started with John last time. Lacey went first though, but but Lacey, let, let let's get your take on this because uh, what, what do you think? Do you think we'll see a movie that's dedicated to the dark side? Well, I think the Game of Thrones guys would be perfect for a dark side viewpoint show or movie. So I would say yes. And my hope is that they eventually do Lost Stars adapted to series and or movie. What? That's not that's not dark side story. It's kind of a dark stars side story. The force isn't even really in Lost Stars. Yeah, I guess. I'm thinking more from the Empire side. I guess Dark Side would be more of like you're saying Force side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'd say they will, because I think that the Game of Thrones guys are going to do uh, Knights of the Old Republic, and it would be cool to see it from Darth Revan's side. Hmm. All right. All um, right. Yeah, part part of me says uh, that I, I don't think they they will, but I think that... People think love that bad guys, really, Yeah, but it's... But only recently have they started doing that, like, oh, Venom, but how can we make Venom a good guy? Like... <laughs> you know the, the suicide squad but how can mm-hmm. we make the suicide squad good guys the good guys um, yeah, yeah, yeah the only the only movie that i think well there, there might be others if people want to point me to this but i really truly think that the joker is going to be bad like a hundred percent bad and they're just going to tell us that story i think that movie oh be bad. Yeah, yeah no i think that movie's going to be phenomenal i'm looking i'm honestly thinking like <laughs> multiple academy awards i know you're kidding. based on yeah. that trailer i'm not kidding i'm 100 percent. oh james I, you're watching the wrong trailer then i don't know what you're talking about uh joaquin phoenix is phenomenal but he's anyway. not he's not he's not walking to go pick up any awards for this one i'll tell you that right now <laughs> dude you need to watch it again <laughs> with different eyes it looks like uh, like uh, uh, the Ben Affleck the movie that you always talk about, The Town. It's what it kind of reminds me of, like that. You don't have to, the don't, way don't, that you don't have to get all defensive. Why? Why? Why so serious, James? Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's put a smile on that face. Stop. Stop it. I hate John. All right. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where I was. John, do you just answer the stupid question? (laughs) James, before I do, do you want want to know how I got these scars? No. All right. Um, I think they will. Um, Will we ever see an adaptation of Star Wars that's completely dedicated to the dark side? I think we will because I think we'll eventually get what the fans want, which is the Plagueis Palpatine story. Recanonized. 
Young Palpatine learning the ways of his master, killing his master in a very Shakespearean tragedy sort of way, but it's obviously pure dark side. You don't need the good guys for that one. So, you know, Palpatine's your protagonist, but he's still obviously the most evil person in the galaxy. That's how you get your full-on, uh, completely dark side story, whether it's a series, a miniseries, or a movie. And who better to focus on than... Sheevy babe. So I think they will. <laughs> and I think that's how they're going to do it. Don, let me know what you think. What would All you right. do if they announced a uh, Palpatine movie? I mean, I would love it, but I'd be a little like, I don't know. Cause you probably don't get McDermott then. Unless it's one of those things where like he's telling his story, which is a little weird. So. Right. Yeah, yeah. But don't, don't be so hung up on that. That that's the, the like solo, eh, but you don't get a four Harrison Ford. If you do that. You're, yeah. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. I just, this guy has always, he even played a younger version of Palpatine. So it's really different for me. He, he, he owns that character more than anyone has owned a character. Um, but. Yeah. um all right. And so, uh, moving on to the next one, no pies this time because you can't make a withdrawal when you already got an outstanding debt. Still got to throw <laughs> pies in some people's faces. Uh, but will the Ooh, Obi-Wan Kenobi series for Disney Plus be announced before Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim? Mm. And uh, I'm going to start with John on this one. I mean, I'm already getting hit with a pie for the last time. So I'm sliding my chips and my ship right back to the center of the Sabak table and saying, yes, we will. <laughs> it will be announced before Celebration Anaheim because they need to fill that palette, that slate of stuff to cover and talk about at Celebration. And our report came out a couple of months ago. They know the reports out there. They know the fans want it. Production's got to start on this thing at some time. I think they're not going to wait till August 2020 to tell us this thing's happening. So maybe it even maybe even D23 this year, if, if, if as soon as as soon as that could possibly be. I think it will be announced before Celebration 2020 um, for sure. Kenobi series. All right, Lacey, what do you think? I like how you put that, John. Where you said you're putting all your chips on the sabak table. Yeah, thanks. Really I'm feeling nice. good. I'm feeling good tonight. I was yeah, a little off was, Monday. That was yeah. really good. Um, yeah, I totally agree with him. I think we're going to get this announcement earlier than celebration. So the whole thing is because celebration is in August, that's a whole, we have more than a year now until then. So Mm -hmm. we have a whole fall that they have to announce stuff all spring. You have to think of how many like stakeholder calls and stuff. Bob was on already this year that he's been announcing stuff with and how quickly they, (laughs) how quickly they announce a lot of projects in the first half of the year to get them out in front of their stakeholders and um, Mm -hmm. to get them into production. So yes, I also think that solo two will be happening as well. Oh God, please. I think it will. I, I honestly think it will based on many things that have taken place since make solo two happen day. Oh, and I'm wearing my shirt. Wait, what are you saying? Like all the people that are involved she's, with it. She's saying oh. also she thinks that Make Solo 2 happen. Well, ha- I added Solo that in. So I'm adding that to the happen. pile in the middle of the Sabak table. Nice. So um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say yes on this as well. But I, I, I almost kind of, for, for all the same reasons, I think that the stakeholder thing, and that would be an interesting conversation too of like, when do we think they would make this announcement and try to base it maybe around like some sort of like, 
before the, uh, you know, the, if Kenobi ends that? up being in nine, the financial year or something, you know? Yeah. So if he ends time. up being in nine in some way, they'll announce it earlier in the year. Oh, Oh, like if he, yeah, if they have like a force ghost of, of him at the end of the movie, then it's like coming right out of the movie. It's like, but it can't be you and McGregor. We've talked I'm about all that. in for you and McGregor. Yeah, I don't know. It's tricky. A, no, I'm not saying in the series. It's obviously him going to be playing Kenobi in the series. I'm saying it's the Force Ghost in Nine. That just doesn't make sense. I think that's what Lacey was saying too. She says she's fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you don't care about continuity then? Wait, what? It What? Okay. Hold on. Let, let's clarify here because Lacey was saying if they put Obi-Wan Kenobi in episode nine as like a force ghost and, then he, and John the is saying... I know, but John is saying he doesn't like the idea of that that Force Ghost being played by Ewan McGregor because of continuity. It would have to look like Alec Guinness, is what he's saying. And then you were like, "I'm all down for Ewan," but then it got lost to w- whether you were mm. referring to the ghost mm. or mm-hmm. or him as Obi Wan in a TV series. But um, I would be okay with either or. I don't care. I think it would make sense that it's Alec, but if it, it was Alec, do you do you say do you think they would make the Obi Wan announcement? Yeah, yeah. E- even if it was Alec Guinness, it's just yep. Obi Wan's back. He's there. Yep. Okay, because people are going to be talking about how Obi Wan's so in the movie. So it's a way to get people chatting really, about the yeah. character that they're getting ready to announce the TV show. Yes. This is way off the off the rails, but I really think we're going to see an Alec Guinness Obi Wan Force Ghost in Episode Nine. Right, but I'm saying because he's in that movie, people no, are gonna be yeah. like Kenobi, yeah, and then they're gonna be like, "Surprise, Kenobi's happening." Yeah, yeah. no, you know, I hear you. Yeah. I definitely hear you. Yeah, um, I I got all the the same stuff there. Do do you think there's any chance that they'll do it around Mandalorian? Like, oh, like before let- nine? No, because they want all the attention on Mandalorian and Bingo. nine. Yeah. Yeah. Especially after The Last Jedi and Solo. They want all that attention, all that marketing on those two things. Mm-hmm. They yeah, need Mandalorian I... to succeed. They need Nine to succeed. Mm-hmm. Well, I, well, what I, yeah, I guess what I was thinking was more like the first episode of Mandalorian comes out and for whatever reason, like, boom, brave, great reviews. And they're like, you love that? We're doing Obi-Wan too. You then know, you get like the some guy sort of with the like two that, girls but... and you get the guy looking at Obi-Wan and then Mandalorian looking at him all, all mad. Like you just steal the spotlight, that meme. I don't think they'd oh, do yeah. that to the Mandalorian. Yeah, I think they're That's putting like the all the guy, their, the girl, uh, and the two pizza places. Like, what are we talking about here? Because they have um, a lot riding crazy. on the Mandalorian, from the whole concept of it being the first TV show to Disney Plus to the and also of money. yeah yeah and also John Favreau would be like, um, if you do that to me, I will find you and I will kill you. Yeah, because there was some rumored tension around celebration with the Mandalorian about how JJ didn't want it to overtake the spotlight from Nine, and then Favreau was concerned about his attention from Nine. Well, uh, I heard a, a legitimate tension was between Disney and um, Favreau that Favreau didn't want a lot of footage being shown from the Mandalorian, and they're like, too yeah, bad. yeah. That too. <laughs> but I think the spotlight thing is important too because there's two competing things going on. And if that tension's already happening, then I highly doubt 
Favreau is going to be like, yeah, let's announce that other project that people yeah, have yeah, wanted I forever. Yeah, I, yeah Kenobi's yeah. going to be announced before Celebration, uh, but it's not going to be wrapped around. Uh, In the Mando. craziest yeah, like three months of Star Wars fans' lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, All there's right. definitely like a huge open. Oh, May the 4th. That's when it'll be. Big open space, nothing going on. You guys say book it? <laughs> Nothing's book ever. It. Is anything ever announced on May the 4th? Um, uh, just the yeah, like we had all for those stuff. books and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, that all too. that giant list. No, I mean, of I mean, anything, anything important. <laughs> I knew that uh, was oh, ju- we had all those books announced. <laughs> oh, there he is. There he is. It's a Galaxy's Edge pop up book. It's canon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. I'm yeah, I know you were just talking about all the books. Every time someone yeah, says chat. canon, uh, Pablo like looks up. Matt Matt Martin loses a feather from his angel wings. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, we got a couple more. Uh, this one is another Patreon submission. This one coming from Lieutenant Derek Sonier. Hey, Derek. And uh, Derek wants to know. Will Ray use the light of the Skywalker lightsaber for the entirety of the Rise of Skywalker, or will it break at some point and she'll be forced to make her own? This one's going to Lacey first. What do you think? New lightsaber time? No, I think she's using that lightsaber. That lightsaber is her lightsaber. She fixed it. They showed it in the trailer. That baby is hers. She'll be using that in the entire movie, and I think she's keeping it. Hmm. John's gonna gonna disagree with me. John, I just had, I just had like a, a like a thought as I was trying to, I was thinking as I was going here. Like I didn't come prepared with this one. I just think if All you right, got well, rid of, you got it's kind of like the Millennium Falcon. Like that lightsaber is what I think of when I think uh, of Star Wars. So like if you get rid of it, that's like one of those things that you're like, but that's been there since the beginning. I'm so opposite of that though. Of keeping things around? No, that lightsaber. Like I, 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 I hate that we've made the lightsaber like a, a th- like a character almost. I don't like think a... it's a living thing, but I think it's just like the Millennium Falcon, where it's a yeah. part of the series. I don't I... agree with the living thing. I know what you're talking about, like how it like picks who it talks to or whatever. Yeah, I, I, you're not gonna like this answer, but I think this lightsaber is going to die with. Kylo Ren. I think with you mean sky- go away, not die because it's not living and breathing. Yes, yes. Uh it's it's going to either break or f- disappear or fall somewhere and uh, when Kylo Ren dies, this lightsaber is going to go with it. You're ending the Skywalker saga, it's time to say goodbye to this heirloom as well. And then if there is some sort of mini time jump at the end of the movie, you're going to see Ray at the very end of the episode nine with her new built lightsaber. Which could be Kylo Ren's old lightsaber. Nah. You don't think so? Mm-mm. No, he's, he's, that's it. Goodbye. He's taken both lightsabers? Yeah, he's, he's taking them all. <laughs> straight to, straight to, straight to <laughs> yeah. galaxy, straight to hell in the galaxy far, far away. He's mine now. <laughs> <laughs> They're all mine. Yeah. Again, I said this last week or last Monday, but like holding on and he's like, that lightsaber, it belongs to me. <laughs> he's like, I that know what I have too. to do. 
But I don't, know, thinking, I don't know if I have the strength to carry all of them. All I'm thinking <laughs> yeah. about is Kylo Ren in like supermarket sweep where he's just going through the aisles, putting all yeah. the lightsabers into his cart. He's taking all the turkeys and the diapers because they're the most <laughs> expensive items. And they're like, sir, you can only take five of each. <laughs> they say, they say, why are you looking for the grave of Palpatine? And he's like, I'm not. I'm looking for the grave of General Grievous. He's got all the lightsabers. <laughs> It's an episode of Hoarders where the guy's like, you have 15 lightsabers. Yeah. Do you really need every one of these? He's yeah, like, I like, need them you, all. Yeah, you never know. I may need that uh, that Allen wrench. You never so know. We're, that. Far, we're far from where we started. Uh, I yeah. still have to give my opinion on this. This, this is the greatest <laughs> segment of Will of the Force we've ever done. Oh, um, so... So uh, I can tell you what what they won't do, in my opinion, which is break it at some point because Last Jedi did that. That's mm-hmm. that's done. I don't right, want right, to see right. that thing break and then mm-hmm. her like put a band aid on it and go, crap, it broke again. <laughs> uh, and it's like quit using <laughs> scotch tape. But uh, but to me, I think the the more likely of the two is is will Ray use the lightsaber for the entirety of the rest of Skywalker? Yes, I think that's very likely. Um, what I think, John tapped on on the very end is I actually think what's what's the most likely probably <laughs> is she uses it all the way through the movie and the end of the movie is like her putting it down and walking away and we'll later find out that she has another lightsaber or she or they skip a, a little bit of time and she's got her other one and you can just see it on her side she never turns it on or anything but she places the old one down somewhere something along those lines um uh, then episode ten, she busts out her lightsaber and force yeah, effects. Or, or, yeah, or or the one on her side is is Kylo's. She takes it like she took, um, uh, or Obi Wan took Anakin's. You know what I mean? So she's giving that one back, but then she's got Kylo's or whatever. Then she turns that a, one on and it's white. His is, a, his is a piece of garbage. His is like a nineteen eighty seven Nissan Sentra. Like you don't keep that around. <laughs> what? Oh, his? Yeah. Well, no, she takes his because like when he's lying on the ground and he's screaming at her, I hate you. He's going to be like, she's like, you had so much promise. Right. But because it's poetry truly is dead. This is really painful to listen to. And then she's going to take the lightsaber. And then later when they show like the, the, the jump ahead or whatever, she'll have the lightsaber and it'll be white because she'll have purified it. One of our listeners has a cartoon fans will be like, yay. (laughs) <laughs> one, of, one of our listeners has a 1987 Nissan Sentra and just unsubscribed to the podcast. <laughs> like, how dare you? It's my click, baby. Click. Yeah. <laughs> Double click. Like, <laughs> All right. Oh, um, last one. And this would obviously have to take place in a flashback of some sort. But will J.J. Abrams try to right some of the wrongs by having Han, Luke, and Leia share a scene together in The Rise of Skywalker? John... I already know your answer to this. I don't like what the phrasing you- of this. Right the wrongs. Um, I well, only put that in there to just some fans feel that way. It's not it's not a general right the wrongs. It's just like a How about a directorial choice? Some fans like Mark Hamill. <laughs> yeah, missed up. I should have wrote I should have wrote missed opportunities. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, my answer to this is yes. It's going to happen. It's already happened. It's in a film can somewhere that they edited as they were filming, as we know. 
and yeah, it's going to be a magical moment. It's going to be a, a wonderful thing. And um, yeah, I think they will. I really do think they will. Lacey, thoughts? I immediately want to say no, but I think because they're wrapping up the saga, they have to have at least one moment where they're all together. And I think it's going to be a flashback probably with Ben Solo or something about Ben Solo where we see them, I don't know, discussing him or like something to do with that or yeah, yes, they will. That's my short answer. We're going to see Han being Han about it. Yes. Yeah. That is the worst line, by the way. Really? Yeah, I really I didn't kinda, dig that line. I kind of liked it. I, only, I get honestly, it, but I yeah. don't get it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, James. There's definitely worse lines in that movie, and most of them <laughs> come from Rose And <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> like, it's not her fault she didn't write it, but whoever was writing it was like, I'm going to have her say this. Whoever <laughs> has like, in Ryan Johnson. <laughs> well, no, I, yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Are, we, are we far um, enough removed from The Last Jedi where that's not a hot take anymore? <laughs> that's not really a uh, hot take. And there, you know, there's clunky lines in every movie, to be fair. Yeah. I want to um, put, put my fist to that whole beautiful line of dialogue. That beautiful town. Yeah. Um, I oh, hate on that this line. line. <laughs> I'm thinking I, about it so bad. I do that in the stutter. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. I do think that they're going to do this. And the reason that they're going to do it is because if that scene is in the movie and you're walking out of the movie, who do you think would not be satisfied? Which is the word that is being used over and over and over again. Because if that scene isn't in the movie, then people are going to walk out and go, man, I wish that scene would have been in the movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Magical and satisfied. It's just that conversation is going to happen. So I feel like they already are like, how are we going to make people walk out of this movie and feel good? Like feel like everything was resolved. Everything that they wanted happened in this sequel trilogy. And Mm -hmm. that I think is probably one of the most, common answers of it's just it's such a bummer that this never happened so yeah I, they're gonna I make think it happen gonna, i i think i agree i think we're gonna get rocked with fan service in this movie but it's not gonna be like oh there's the remote that luke practiced with yeah. on the millennium falcon it's gonna be like i can't believe they just pulled that off fan service yeah yeah all right Great. so that's it for that's it for Will of the Force this week. Uh, we have another segment before we get to our discussion, and that is the Patreon pod race. <laughs> what is this happening? Week, this week, it comes from our newest general. I don't know if that's true or not, but one not of it's true. our first newer, not true, newer, newer, newer generals. First uh, pod race, uh, we're going to Neil Lowry. Uh, who was asked the question about how does he manage to stay positive and spreading positivity in the fandom uh, when sometimes it maybe gets a little bit negative. Let's be honest, just a little bit. Um, And uh, so let's hear what Neil had to say. Hello to John, Lacey and James. This is General Neil reporting in. Uh, Just a quick thought on what I can, what fans can do for positivity. Uh, just continue to support people, uh, 
promote them, what they're doing, content creators, such as podcasters yourselves, and a fanfic, a fan films, anything. Just enjoy what you love about Star Wars and don't just don't bleat about what you don't like about it. About it. Just try and foster that spirit going forward and sure we're all have Star Wars going on as we want it to be. So that's it, and uh, hashtag make Solo 2 happen. Neil, you're you're awesome. I love I, all the positivity. I feel, <laughs> I feel, so good. I feel, I feel it again, James, the, the call to the light. <laughs> hearing hearing Neil there. And it's so it really is so simple. It's support each other, uh promote fellow positive people in the fandom. Uh mm-hmm. and he's he seems to be focusing on the social media aspect of it, which I guess is where a lot of the negativity is. So um Neil, you, you know, I, I pitched this to you as your first Padres because you uh really promote the positive you know i wore your positivity pin at our panel at celebration and um i wore it with honor and uh i that's your first pod race and i wanted you to just have your little uh moment there to explain how you kind of get through the trenches sometimes so thanks for doing that and next time i promise i'll hit you with a harder topic (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think sometimes it could be really hard to be online and and stay positive everybody has bad days which is understandable but Neil, you killed it. You always do such a good job online and you keep it fun. And the amount of support you give to everybody in the community is unreal. And we love you for it. Yeah. Good job, yeah. Neil. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's it for the Patreon Padres. Um, good job, Neil. Uh, let's move on to our discussion for the week. John, do you want to take away uh, with our introduction on what we're talking about? Obi-Wan once thought as you do. I do. I really do. (laughs) All right. So, Star Wars Celebration Anaheim. We're talking tips. We're talking advice, early thoughts, uh, a bunch of stuff here. So, uh, Celebration Anaheim, it's over 14 months away. I know that seems like forever, but tickets and hotel bookings go on sale tomorrow if you're listening to this on Thursday when we post this. So, we're here to prepare you as much as possible for tomorrow, as well as other tips regarding Celebration uh, in Anaheim specifically, because you can never prepare too soon. Uh, Lacey over here. Lacey Gillerin. She is an expert in all things celebration. And now that the three of us are fresh <laughs> off of our first celebration together, we thought it would be good to talk about how to tackle tomorrow's chaos so you can secure everything you need for celebration next year. And at the end, we'll also sprinkle in a little bit of uh, speculation on what we think we'll see. You already heard us talk about that a little bit on Monday and earlier in this episode, but we'll give our kind of General sweeping, one big thing we think we'll see announced or panel and uh, a couple small things each, and then uh, we'll close that out. So, um, Lacey, I think we should start with you right out of the bat because tomorrow's a big day. I know you're even anxious as an expert in this thing, uh, and me and James are anxious too because you're the one who's going to be holding our hand through booking our own stuff. So, what? I have to say, where what do, what do people need to do tomorrow to, to best take advantage of getting themselves ready for celebration? Um, I'm pulling up the, the email that came out about this. So Get a I job that the... pays more. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. tickets go on sale, guys, tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific 
time. That's super important. Pacific time. So and then hotels. A nooner Eastern. Eastern. PM Eastern. New York City. That is noon Eastern. And then 10 a.m. Pacific, which is 1 o'clock Eastern. Um, Wait, so uh, I'm sorry. What was, so there's What happens noon, at 10, 1? Yeah, what's So the, 9 o'clock a.m. Pacific is tickets. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then 10 o'clock a.m. Pacific is hotels. Gotcha. Okay. So they have staggered the sale of hotels and tickets, which is awesome because I believe those went around similar time last year or the year before, and it was mayhem. So... The good thing is, is you can get your tickets first and figure out how many days you're attending, and then that can then transfer to what, how many days of a hotel you need. Um, my advice would be to get really good internet, <laughs> have very good internet, um, and then try to open up the ticket window on multiple devices. So an iPad, a phone, a computer, and because sometimes things load differently on different devices. So your best bet is having multiple devices. Um, and then just, it always helps to, to buy with friends. So if you're, you know, you're going with a group of a, th- a couple friends, plan ahead that if someone gets in first, that they buy your tickets for you and then you pay them back. Um, I don't know what the limits are offhand. I didn't look that up ahead of time, but I think it's like up to four or six tickets. So just plan ahead. They are doing the lottery system again, guys. So unless hey you're, unless you're a VIP, which is a $900 ticket, uh, you have to go through the lottery system again. But from what you guys said, right, it, it really wasn't that big of a deal, right? I look, I was upset a little bit that we didn't get the wind trust, but I think we had a great time uh, mm-hmm. at the Star Wars show stage. So now I go into the next celebration, not worrying as much about getting the arena slot Um you know, they had like a huge sound system and like multiple screens and mm-hmm. the idea of just standing around people that like the same thing as you. I'm sure you just loved it, right? Yeah, we met a bunch of people from other podcasts or just other fans. We ran into people we knew. We saw people who were listeners of us. It was just a big communal thing. And the crowd was just all into it. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it was high energy. So uh, I wouldn't worry so much about the lotteries. If you get them, you get them. But if not, you go to that stage, Star Wars show stage. But um, yeah. Lacey, real quick, uh, before we get too far ahead, I just want to quickly ask you, does mm-hmm. that count? Like, say you said you can maybe buy four tickets or six tickets. That includes the four-day pass, right? Yeah. So one ticket would be either one single day or one multi-day. Okay. But I think they'll let you, because they've done this for New York Comic Con, which Reed Pop also runs New York Comic Con, Emerald City, and C2E2. Um, they usually let you buy max of certain types. So if you're buying... You want to buy four days and say the four days sell out super fast. They'll usually let you buy max of single days so that you can amount up to a full day. So the pricing, I believe, is $195 for the four day. And then it's about 70 or something dollars each single day. So, I mean, guys, even if you're going for a couple days, three three of the four days, it makes sense to get the four day badge. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, the hardest ticket, obviously, is the VIP one. If you have the $900 to spend. Um, it's going to be crazy. James, you Can were... you buy more than one VIP pass? Yes. Oh. So if one of us were able to get in, then we yes. could buy... You can or... buy the maximum of what's allowed. So I think it's four. Now, say you get in and you're able to add... It's a cart thing, right? You add it to your cart? Yep. yep. Does that stay in there? 
or is that a you have five minutes to make your purchase? You have five and a half minutes. Well, I'm basing it on what happened for 2018. So uh, you had no 2019. 2019. Sorry, I'm already this year. <laughs> I'm already behind. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you, it was kind of the scariest thing I've ever done. <laughs> so I lucked out and I got one, and it was in my cart. And you have five and a half minutes to buy it. And if you don't have your credit card ready and you're like good to go. Um, it's a mad dash and you panic and you freak out. So my suggestion is to have your credit card out in front of you. You can actually make a show clicks account in advance so that all your stuff is in there. Um, and then just buy through your show clicks account. Cause that's the, pro- the ticket provider they usually use. I'm mm-hmm. assuming it's the same people. Um, but yeah, no, you have five and a half minutes. Okay. <laughs> Guys, and there's a little counter. So, so Apple, like, I know, and there's a counter too that makes you stress more. Oh, a few, yeah, a few minutes ago, I was sitting there thinking about how they were doing the lotteries, and I'm like, you know, I I've been to, I've gone and stood outside the Apple Store to try to get phones and things like that, and sometimes Mm -hmm. you get them, sometimes you don't. But the lottery is great because at the end of the day, you don't have to do that line anymore and you get in or you don't get in. You know what I mean? It's, it's sometimes you right, get it. Right, sometimes right. you don't, they're just taking the hard work out of it. Um, I heard and just saying, it. we're going to give it to you. Yeah. Then yeah. you're talking about this and I'm like, dude, uh, let me tell you about 3am, uh, trying to buy the phones at midnight Pacific time, 3am on Eastern. And everybody's like trying to reload the page and reload the page, reload the page. And they're like, there's all these tips about like getting your, getting your choice phone, setting in your favorites right. on the mobile app right. and mm-hmm. stuff. It's like, Oh yeah. my gosh. I'm it's just honestly having, like, like the hunger games flashbacks with ticket sales. right now. Yeah. yeah because yeah. there's going to be definitely going to be a virtual queue. So usually what happens is a, a couple people will get in to begin with and then the server will throttle people and put you into a queue and take you in the order that you get in there but you have to remember that thousands and thousands and thousands of people are trying mm-hmm. to get on here at once um so it's it's literally luck of the draw guys i know people always ask me like how did you do it i don't know <laughs> it was all luck and it just happened and i hope i'm lucky enough again um but i best of luck to everybody and just know that you'll have fun no matter what cuz we yeah, exactly. both had different ticket types and it didn't mm-hmm. change our mm-hmm. experience. And in fact, it was wonderful, the experience I had. But looking back on it, I wouldn't have mind being with you guys because I feel like I missed out not being with you guys. Well, you know. At times. Yeah. I mean. We thought it was better this way. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I'm just, what I'm a just jerk. Teasing. Can you believe this guy? Uh, Can you believe it? I'm John usually says Gosh. that stuff, James. I'm really... Aww. Um, well, I, uh, but I did, I did the Palpatine some. body jump and I spoke through James. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I, I change. So, so the tickets, I, I think that's established then. So you painted that picture there. Um, so I hope everybody took notes or just listened to this again, cause we'll take the extra view. That's cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. but the hotels, so hotels. you, 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 we had talked about this off air and you had said you looked into it yourself just and you realized that they're they're locked off. So d- yeah. d- they won't re- be released until uh, 10 a.m. Pacific tomorrow. Yep. yep. So uh, for Chicago, when they announced the dates, I believe it was on a Monday, they released the dates. And I was actually talking to these guys at the time. And I said, I'm going to book my hotel. And they were like, you are crazy. What is wrong with you? 
I booked my hotel in the Hyatt McCormick place, knowing from working at Reed Pop that that's Hyatt. where they were gonna they were gonna be the Hyatt. Uh, and um, that hotel block sold out in thirty five minutes. Mm. Um, so they were smarter this time. <laughs> and when they announced the dates, I immediately went on the Hilton website and the Marriott website, which. When you go to the Anaheim Convention Center, it's this long plaza and the convention center is at the end. And then on either side is a hotel. So there's the Hilton on one side, which is connected to the convention center. And then there's the Marriott. It doesn't really matter if it's connected or not because they're so close. You walk outside the door and just walk 100 feet. It's the same place they have WonderCon and D23. Um, And if if you don't get a hotel... You can stay at um, Black Series Rebels house, personal houses, (laughs) for $10 a night. And um, that's it. Um, But yeah, so Steve's mom's cooking pancakes. (laughs) (laughs) So I looked up the hotels immediately as soon as they announced this. And they didn't have any dates listed up until I think June was the last month they had that you could book. So then I went even deeper. And I looked on Expedia and again, they had blocked off basically everything in that mile to two mile radius, any Mm -hmm. decent hotel from residence in Hilton Marriott courtyard, all those things are locked up. So I'm sure Disney plays a part in that is like, yo, you better not sell these hotel rooms. Lacey devil's Um, advocate. Um, sorry to interrupt, but I'll forget about this. How far, how far out can someone go like today? And book a hotel that's not locked up. Is it four miles? Do you think it's five miles? Maybe oh, they some- have stuff that's like, they have the cheaper motels that are out like not even half a mile away. Okay, I'm talking so- the nicer ones that are next to the convention center that are in the probably the official room block, which is going to give you a discount. Those are okay. all locked up. Because Chicago, even, you know, half a mile away or wherever the one I booked as the backup and uh, a lot of people had problems getting anywhere there near are it. So way more the, hotels right. in this so, area so, because so, yeah. of Disneyland. So people who went to Chicago maybe is their first celebration. They're listening to this and they're like, "Man, I hope it's not like Chicago." So it's not to paint, to paint the picture. It's way way more options uh, for you, even though Airbnbs may or not be shut down. Hotel right. and motel wise, it's going to be way easier for you to get something around the area than they it was in Chicago. A ton of it's like every 20 feet is yeah. a hotel because Disneyland is a right. literal 10 minute right. walk away from that from the convention right. center. Um, so yeah, no, you're gonna have no problem getting a hotel, okay? No, yeah, we just want to paint that picture. You'll just to, like maybe yeah. not get in the main one, but mm-hmm. you'll get in the area, right? And 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 you know, if you want to come, if there's a meetup somewhere, you'll still be allowed to come to the meetups at the main oh, hotels. Yeah. yeah, yeah, You can but, hang um, out in the bars at the main yeah, hotels. That's usually right. where everybody is. Right, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, you know, I, it's like we're talking about it and I'm getting that anxieties from when we were booking our hotels for Chicago. I just want to like paint that picture for people that it's going to be way easier hotel-wise so uh, for, for this. So, so don't worry about that as much as if you're trying to get a VIP ticket to the yeah, when you walk from the convention center to Disneyland, you probably pass 30 hotels mm-hmm. in that 10 minute walk. You said walk. it was a 10 minute walk. That's, I was going to. Yeah. So There's like, a- it's literally every mm-hmm. 10 feet is another hotel and then mm-hmm. they go back to. So like you So have what's one that, about a mile? The- like Disneyland's about a mile from the main uh, convention or so? I guess. And is a it ten a 10-minute 10 minute walk is more than a mile. Is it? I could walk a mile in 10 minutes. 
would say between a mile and a mile and a half. Well, depends how fast you're walking. Is it an easy walk? Are you walking on like a freeway? Like, is is it? No, 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 no. It's an it's a nice just main street that you walk down. Um, Helpful tip: Disney runs shuttles across the street from the hotel in the Disney parking lot. So if you go out of the convention center and walk across the street and then get on the Toy Story bus, it will take you right there. And the bus is free. Free bus. You can ride with Forky right to Disneyland. Very nice. Cool. I'll take that, and I could probably sell that bus. Make some money back. <laughs> free, free rides bus. on the bus. Free rides on the bus. <laughs> <Ew>. No. <laughs> no matter what. All right. All right. Do you guys want to talk about what we think? James will be is at not being himself tonight. James what? is being like Forky from Toy Story Four. Zany Baney. What's the next question? What is the next question? Are, yeah, is there anything else we need to cover for for that wise? I guess we're good there, right? So we kind of laid I that out the groundwork there. I would just not panic because the other thing is I booked the hotel for us um, leading up to Chicago and I had issues with the hotel. And well, I was able you, to... Guess what you're doing tomorrow? Getting a hotel. For us. <laughs> um, and I was able to book a hotel room like two weeks out. It wasn't mm-hmm. cheap, but I was able to book one. So, like, don't panic because mm-hmm. it works out. And also, like, figure out friends now or book your hotel and just cancel it if you can't. If use you it. don't have any friends, make them today. And then, so that tomorrow. Well, I meant like can... friends, like, make buying groups and stuff. Oh, I'm that just kidding. Helps. Yeah, I'm just kidding around. Um, all right. So, that you is guys good. Are on your own. Thank you, Lacey, for that information. <laughs> Everyone, uh, heed that advice because it's good advice. And uh, good luck tomorrow with all that. But like, yeah, James, so you want to fire up some uh, brief speculations on what we may see at Celebration next year. We touched on this earlier and on Monday. Uh, so why don't you tell me, what, what's your big heavy hit panel that you think we're going to see at uh, Celebration and maybe a smaller one? I don't know. I, I was <laughs> I was thinking about this earlier. I was like, we've kind of talked about this before, but I think there's probably since there's no movies that they're going to talk about. I think it's got to be all television stuff. Hmm. It's got to be Mandalorian. It's got to be Cassie and Andor, uh, probably that Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, and then I don't know, like the, at the time that this will happen, if there's not a new animated show around resistance will be their biggest animated show. That is rough. Well, they'll also no. And that's Clone Wars old, will have already yeah. come out, right? Right. Yeah. But it's, isn't it's, Empire's anniversary next year? Yes, they will do a 40th anniversary for the Empire Strikes Back panel without a John doubt. John better be in that panel. If I don't get that panel, I'm starting a YouTube channel. Um, and that is, that is that. <laughs> um, I think, I think they have to. <laughs> it's it's such a bad bit, but whatever. Um, I think they have to give us a movie panel of some sort. It's Star Wars. This is a movie franchise first. It always will be. I think they're going to do a future of the films because they did that at 2016 celebration where they were like the future. Like what's coming. If there's not going to be a celebration in 2021, that means the next celebration is going to be the year that Dave and Dan, uh, David Benioff and D.B. Wise's movie comes out. And that's when you get your first trailer and all that other stuff. It's going to be the same deal. Maybe, maybe. But I would not be surprised if they 
appear at Celebration next year to start ramping up this next era in Star Wars films. Uh, That would not surprise me in the least. This is the next thing these guys are going to be working on, so they should be well underway with writing. We may get the story reveal or like the title reveal or something like that, or maybe this person's going to be in it, like here's our new actor, uh, but without much other information. Um, I, I think we may get a movie panel of that sort for the future of uh, Star Wars because they they need to ensure the audience that the future of Star Wars movies is still a focus, even though we are all excited about Disney+. Plus. It can't just all be about Disney+, Plus because not everyone's going to be buying that streaming service. Right. I think it can two and a half years before any movies come out. And then they're like, when we get serious about well, the movies, we will have a celebration for the movies, and that's coming in 2022. I I really don't think you're going to get much movie information. I hear what you're saying. I think it's going to be celebration of old movies and focus right now in our current mid movie timeline cycle or whatever on the content that's right in front of us. I think that's, that's going to be it. But, um, I also could see, I could also see people, um, you know, based on like what we got, uh, last year, and then we'll, we'll probably get in 2022, people looking at 2021 walking out and going, it was okay. It was fun. I had a good time. Nothing major, nothing crazy. No massive announcements nobody expected. You know, just the basic stuff. Mandalorian season, whatever, announcement. You know, Solo two. Cassie and Andor. Yeah. Solo 2. I mean, that could I be I think cool. Kenobi like, and Solo 2 are But I don't think they're going to do movie about. announcements and stuff. Yeah. Are Unless we, they do Disney Plus movies. Are we but, going uh, to... Well, he said they weren't going to, but... Are we going to be that... Yeah. As of then. I don't know if a crass is the word. Someone correct me. Are we going to... If they If they make a Solo sequel, whether it's a series or a movie, are we, we going to make sure it's the same made Solo 2 happen? <laughs> we I did think so. I, just, I, I do. We just made to- it. Like people, we're, it's going to be such. We're going to look like such jerks. But I would. But at the same time, we. It's such a happy thing. If we I do it as feel like jerky fans about it. together, did it? Yes. Yeah. Not like I'm not saying the three of us and we only make three shirts and we're like, oh no, yeah. no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> I, what I th- an awesome I thought you were moment for the community. Three shirts though. is in like James made solo two happen. Oh, no, Lacey no. made solo two <laughs> yeah, happen, right, right. and John made solo two happen. Yeah. Honestly, how awesome would it be for the community if something positive came out of all of this? I would. I will probably literally cry if they ever yeah, announce cry. a solo sequel, series, or or, or movie. I would no. be so overwhelmed that something actually positive happened from social media. <laughs> So I know. So so so, Lacey, big panel at uh, next year's celebration. Is it is it just the TV stuff? What's going on? I think it's going to be Empire Strikes Back, like oh, the Phantom Menace. Absolutely, yeah. I think it's going to be. Um, well, okay. Wait, real quick. What did, what did we get this year? I'm going to write it down. We got the Phantom last Menace, Jedi panel, Galaxy's or, I'm Edge. Sorry, um, Episode Nine panel. Yep, right. Galaxy's Edge. And then we got Galaxy's Edge. Mando. Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, but I don't think that was like... The four big main the, ones were... Episode 9, nine Galaxy's uh, Phantom Edge, Menace, Phantom, Phantom Menace, Menace, and Mando. Yeah. Okay, 
So, so the episode nine panel is going to be replaced with the television. Do, or do you think they'll split it up? Do you think they'll split it up? Like they'll do a, uh, Cassie Nandor panel and then a Mandalorian panel. No, they'll do a block. They'll do, they'll a, block do a TV panel. panel. Yeah. So Disney plus channel. Unless it's because I'm thinking I'm thinking of like New York Comic Con and the way Marvel does things. Marvel does like and even D23. D23 does a live action panel and then an animation panel. I could see them doing a movie panel and a TV panel. And then an Empire Strikes but, Back panel. Okay, well, the, okay. So the Phantom Menace panel. You have to remember the they're Empire probably Strikes not going to. They're probably not going to do programming on Thursday. No. So you only yeah. need three. Oh, panels. that's a good point. So yeah. you only need three panels. Movies, okay. TV, Empire Strikes Back. With no movies. I'm telling you, they're going to do the future of movies, and that's if they don't announce another movie between now and then. They could totally change their minds two months from now and be like, psych, we're doing a Kenobi movie. But if they announced announced another movie, it's not like you're going to get information on that and not on the Benioff and Wise stuff. I don't know. Interesting. All right. I'm not entirely sold on that, but I, but I, I, I do like the idea of them doing like Disney plus or like live action or whatever. And then if they did like, an animation panel, which was their current shows and then like future slates. And yeah. maybe that's like, that's where you get like a, we're, I'm making it up, but like we're bringing rebels back or whatever. Right. 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 Some sort of surprise An announcement that could be mo- kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Or something. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's more likely than a, than a movie panel. Um, I don't know. So is what there they any do with the, like, what they do with the Marvel ones is they'll yeah. have a block of multiple shows so they'll have like uh, Daredevil comes out and then Jessica Jones comes out and then they did Defenders at the end. Mm-hmm. So they do like a bunch of different shows. It's like a block panel. So they'll do a two hour panel instead of a one hour <clears throat> panel and then each show has a half an hour. If, if Kenobi's announced, I, I would think that gets its own panel. You mean panel, when? Though. When it's announced. Right. I got to be more confident about that. Um, you don't You I don't think, think they would put that with... with Mandalorian and Cassian. No, if Mandalorian its got its own panel, Ewan McGregor is getting his own panel for Kenobi. Because Mandalorian will uh, be out at this point. Pedro Pascal got his own panel. I think Ewan McGregor is going to get his own panel. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, and, and, you know, if I'm wrong, whatever. Go find this episode, James, and prove me wrong. <laughs> no, no, no. Future <laughs> I mean, James, come find Future me. Future James, come find it. Yeah. <laughs> I, am looking at, I am looking at them saying... Uh, you know that oh, we gave a we gave a whole panel to this thing, Galaxy's Edge or whatever. You know, and I, I could we see gave them a whole there's one hour there's commercial enough content. <laughs> yeah, there's enough content for one show that that one show could get their own panel, especially when Mandalorian did get its own panel. Although I kind of think the reason it got its own panel was because it was the first of its the kind. The first, yeah. Whereas right. the Favreau. next time they Favreau's do it, they could time. be like, here's our television panel. Well, right. D23 but. is just two block panels. They do live action where they go through like Mary Poppins, mm-hmm. Lion King, all this other stuff. And then they do mm-hmm. animation, which was Coco and Wreck-It Ralph and that right. new elf thing they just showed the other day with Tom See, Holland. That- yeah, but that's the thing that Chris I'm talking Pratt. about. Is like no matter how big it is, they're still saying live yep. action. They Boom, shove it all is. together. Uh, Star Wars. That's was why with I'm saying Lion Star King Wars would do television. No matter how big it is, this yeah. is our television panel. Yeah, but, but D23 is all Disney. Star Wars Celebration is Star Wars. You can isolate. You don't have to worry about the other stuff. Yeah. So it's different. I see different both animal. sides. 
But you know what I do want to know? I want to know what you guys think about all this, about Celebration. (laughs) So let us know in the comments. Are you going to Celebration? Are you buying tickets tomorrow? Are you booking your hotel? And what do you think you're going to see at Celebration? What do you think about our theories and our thoughts and our wild tinfoil hat ideas? And uh, what do you want to see at Celebration next year? And uh, hopefully we do see you there because we'll be there and so will the whole Star Wars Newsnet crew. But guys, we are getting up against time. We will talk more about Celebration, but we hope this gave you a little information, uh, informative uh, idea of what to do tomorrow and the future as you prepare for Celebration. And also a little fun uh, speculation time there. So right now, though, we do have to take it to you guys and your tweets. So Lacey is going to fire up Resistance Transmissions and take us out, hopefully with some laughs, to end today's (laughs) show. So Lacey, take it away. All right, guys, it's time for Resistance Transmissions. So every week, John puts up a crazy, wacky situation And you guys give your answers. (laughs) So this week's situation is leaks are a part of a film fan film fan culture. But what if J.J. Abrams put out his own fake leaks to throw people off about the rise of Skywalker? Come up with a fake leak for J.J. Abrams to use. (laughs) All right. First up is pilot number four at Odal Adam. And he says, rumor has it that the MacGuffin of the Rise of Skywalker will be some sort of hatch that the group is trying to open. (laughs) That's a lost callback. Resistance transmissions. Nice. Oh, a lot. I thought you were saying it was a lost callback, but it's a callback from Lost. Yeah, a lost TV show callback. Um, Clever. Next is Patrick Covey at Gannon136. Hey, we know Pat. There and he Pat is. Pat says, Rob Schneider has a pivotal role in this film that may turn the tides of Star Wars as we know it. Uh-huh. Rob I, Schneider I is a carrot. He's a carrot. I heard that one. Oh my I th- God, I I'm a staple. <laughs> Rob Schneider is. Uh, good job, Pat. Next is Kylo Ten at Fulcromandor. And they said, episode nine has actually been filmed entirely with a super eight. There you go. Yeah. Super nine. I love the sound of those cameras. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Next is Dynasty of the Force at Force underscore Herald. And they said, Bigger Luke is the true villain of the saga. Oh my God. Talk about the wildest <laughs> theories of theories out there. How about oh, that? Jeez. Next is Mike Harris at Sky Mauler, and he said, despite constant rumors and hopes, Hayden Christensen will not be returning to play Anakin in, in The Rise of Skywalker because Jake Lloyd is. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Anakin walks back. He's like 35, and he's like, yippee! <laughs> back. He's like smoking a cigarette. Damn, back. Yippee. <laughs> Give me my check. Next a is Stephen N. Stephen N. Santa at Stephen N. Santa. Oh, get that. Says hand. Ahmed Best was spotted on the Rise of Skywalker set wearing the Kylo Ren costume. Could it be that it's not? It's actually not Adam Driver under the mask, but Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> 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 this
this you... is totally possible. <laughs> you got like, you think about how the, the mask him, has like a kind of a snouty look to it. Yeah. He's just walking around like. <laughs> he doesn't have shoes or boots. He's just got his feet out. Yeah. <laughs> Misa let the past die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. All right next, next is one? Younglings Podcast at Younglings TV. Oh, he's back. And they said Sebastian Stan will be playing a young Luke Skywalker in flashbacks. <laughs> James must love that one. Jeez. No. Next is Dekind of Vacants at Dekind of Vacants. And he said, Hi, Mark. Uh, the rise of Skywalker is part of the Cloverfield Cinematic Universe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh mama. That would be uh, nuts. Next is the Aaron Cloverfield Gould. Monster is the uh, is the oh I can't think of what it's called now the thing that we always Rancor. talk about the Zillow Beast no it's oh the, the Zillow, Zillow Beast, Beast. <laughs> or Jack Fish or Jack yeah. Fish uh, next is Aaron Gould at I am Aaron Gould hey man and they wrote the rise of Skywalker ends with Shmi Skywalker wa- waking up in bed and saying I just had the most awful dream <laughs> and she rolls over to face Watto. Oh my god. <laughs> Who responds? Me don't like me don't like bad dreams. Eh. And then cut to Ron John Williams music and directed by JJ. Lacey, get you. Do your best Watto impression. No, you do it. Uh, me don't like bad dreams. Uh. <laughs> James, can you do it? No. Not that terrible. You, you guys are not fun. <laughs> You're not fun. I can't do it. I'm not deep enough. He's like, Ugh. All right. Deep voice. <laughs> right. John, he what? has a deep voice. I realize. Yes. Yes. And yeah. last but not least is Liam Brazier at Liam Brazier, who's a extremely talented artist. He is. I and he also his got his handle, more importantly. Yes. I have his yep. last Jedi print with Ray. She's like hovering and there's a falcon. It's so cool. He does a lot of solo stuff. That is not a brag. I'm bragging about him. I'm not bragging about knowing him. I, I mean, if you want to be friends, Liam. Really cool. <laughs> um, so, so you are bragging. <laughs> You're bragging about No, I'm about begging him. him to be friends with me. Okay. Um, okay. And he said, at a critical point in the rise of Skywalker, the score swells, characters look tense, lightsabers ignite, then Chewie coughs up a giant fur ball. <laughs> And formally apologizes, revealing he could speak perfect English the entire oh. time. Wow. That is a twist. Dot, dot, dot. Palpatine is totally shocked by this and dies of a heart attack. They don't keep aspirin around the Death Star. So. Could you imagine? Chewie's just like, <laughs> I'm sorry, good sir. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Awesome, guys. If you want to be on the show, make sure to follow us on <laughs> RB at RBATSWNN. Um, and keep an eye out for the crazy situation mm-hmm. that John puts up. And then you give your creative, fun answers, and I read them on the show. Right. Back to you, John. 
This is going to be the quickest outro of all time because this is a long episode. So thank you guys so much for supporting the Resistance Broadcast, for listening and watching. Uh, make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube. If you want to support us, go to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. We post new and exclusive content on there every day. We like to think we're the most active Patreon page in the whole galaxy. We'll see. But go check out the page. We start at $2 a month. We have five tiers. Join the resistance. If you can't get enough of us Monday through Thursday, join our Patreon page. You'll get way more of us over there. Um, head to StarWarsNewsNet.com. That's our website for your latest news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. I want to give a special, special shout out to our Patreon generals, Carmelo, uh, Brian Shalito, Don Boring, Andrew Staley, Len Brown, Neil Lowry, Jeremy Myers, and Val Trichkoff. We salute you, gentlemen. And if you guys hear about these Make Solo 2 Happen t-shirts, you can get those at tpublic.com slash user slash resistance broadcast. If you're watching on YouTube, Lacey's wearing one right now. James made the design. We have 40 other designs on there, including things like Gary the Pork, Supreme Leader. A lot of good designs. Uh, Check it out. Pick one up. Kane and Jarris, our, our Resistance Broadcast logo, all that good stuff. You guys can find me, John Hoey, on Twitter, at Johnny Hoey. Way to get your handle, bro. Uh, and uh, <laughs> writing and editing over at StarWarsNewsNet.com. James Bainey, where can people uh, shout out to you? Uh, you can reach me at Myra Trunks. Way to get your handle, Future Trunks. Uh, Future Trunks. Yeah, that's mine, Future Trunks. Uh, all right. Uh, Lacey, what about you? People can find me on Twitter at Lacey Gillerin and reminding you to hashtag make solo two happen. Excellent. Hey. Excellent. Excellent. Guys, thank you so much for listening, for watching. Do you think our generals? Yes. Oh, where, thanks generals. Where are you right now? Where's your brain? <laughs> where, where do you get off? Lacey, I tell you what, how about you thank all the generals right now? Go ahead. Uh, hold on. Let me pull up the sheet. Just so I don't miss anybody. So they're going to double Carmelo, dose. Thank you, a.k.a. Gray Jedi, Brian Shalito, Don Boring, Andrew Staley, Len Brown, Neil Lowry, Jeremy Myers, and Val Trishkoff. Is that right? Yes. Are you saying Thanks, you say Val's name right? I don't know. Is Trishkoff how you say it? It'll, well, oh you'll God, find out. Oh, my God, my cat's going crazy. You'll find out when he messages you. Um, all I'm right, sorry, guys. Val. So Your cat just asked if he think the general... Is it uh thank you again for being a part of the resistance please spread the word of our show share a youtube link share uh an apple podcast link with someone you know who likes star wars because guess what a lot of people don't know about star wars podcasts but you can change all that so enjoy your weekends we'll see you again on monday morning with another brand new episode right here on the resistance broadcast we'll see you around kids Yay. <laughs>